Welcome back to Classic Mix-Up Podcast, episode 14. Uh, I'm Rosario. And I'm Riley. Welcome back, everybody. Hope everybody's having a good week. Rosario, how you been? I've been all right. I've been getting busy, but uh, yeah, I don't know. More, more of the same. <clears throat> I'm, I'm yeah, excited to be here too. tonight. Talk about it, these two, these two records. Yeah, me too. It's a little break from my busy week. I feel like I've been busy. I was just telling you before uh, we started recording. Yeah. It's um, I have, I've had no, yeah, midterms. I didn't even yeah. know it's midterms already, and I'm like, like what, dude? I feel like I just got in school, and it's already, yeah, like, I know. Get an exam. Semester's gonna shit. go fast. Oh, that's good though. I mean, it's been a good one for me so far overall. No, not a lot of stress. Just like doing work. Um, that's good. Yeah, but I did have a weird day today. I guess before we get into okay. the albums. Yeah, go ahead. What so happened? my first class was all right. You know, I got two classes today. And I get into my second class, sit down. I get there way early. It's in the same building, whatever. I just sit and play chess or whatever. Watch, you know, watch YouTube or something. And um, my professor starts out. So we have this essay due on Wednesday, like at midnight. So basically mm-hmm. like Thursday morning, whatever. And he's like, uh, it's a four-page essay, super easy. Like, no no worries. I wasn't worrying about it. And he's like, okay, has, has anybody not finished the book that the essay is for? And a few people raise their hands. I'm like a little short on it. Okay. I got like a chapter. Okay. I'm like, okay, but realistically I could type this essay if I finished the book in the same day as I was typing the essay, you know, I'm like, no, no worries. Yeah, sure. So, sure. so he's like, he's like, okay, all those people leave. He's like, and he's, and he's, he's like, and everybody stands still. And you could hear this dead silence and everybody's like, what? what? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, yeah, go to the library right now and go leave. Leave my class if you haven't finished the book. He's like, you don't get to hear this. He's gonna lecture on the book today. Yeah, he's like gonna lecture on it, and which is no loss. Like honestly, like I think you could write an essay while not being in lecture for the book. Like I right, think it but it's still. You, but and then I like I sit there, and then he, everybody starts to get up, and the guy that sits next to me in class is like, I usually sit next to him, and he's like, he's like, he's like, I even finished the book, and I'm gonna leave this. Sh- I'm gonna go home. I'm like he was like he starts to get up, and the girl, other girl on my left of me was like, she's like, I what do I do? What do I do? I've only read like two chapters of the book, and I'm like, Ooh. I don't know. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Like, yeah, like, I don't want to be like the one of five students left in the room out of a forty person class, and then yeah, like, no. What did no. you learn about this book? And I don't want to be like, oh, I don't know. I just read it. Like, I it's for an yeah. essay. I'm not like remembering it. And so he was pissed. Not all the and then the whole class leaves. I don't even think person? besides five people. Oh my gosh. Dude, That's so five. Awkward. I would have left yeah, for sure. I eat. I was close to finishing the, I'm close to finishing the book. Yeah. And I like, I didn't want to be picked on, you know, I, right. I was getting, right. like, I'm like, book, yeah. I'm out. So I don't know. I got to get some lunch and then it led me to another weird thing that happened to me today. Not very weird. Yeah. But you would, you would find this interesting. So okay. I, the burger joint is a, um little bros burgers you know in royal oak uh, i don't know it but okay i think if we were by the place it's pretty iconic in royal oak. okay am i might then maybe um so they they have like a truck on on uh campus and so it's like a tow truck like you know like kind of like a food truck kind of deal and they didn't mm-hmm. open until 12 but i got out super early and i was gonna get me and my girlfriend a burger so i um I, I, I wait for the place to open at noon 
I'm sitting on this ledge and this kid comes up to me and he's like, Hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing great, man. And he, uh, and he was like, do you want to join Bible study on campus? Like I run Bible, I run Bible. Study. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, I'm good. Thanks, man. Why does this always yeah. happen to you? I get approached like, like my girlfriend just knows me as the person that gets approached. I think it's like I hold myself. I see it very open. I think like I'm very, and I wear bright colors a lot. Like yeah. I'm very, like I, I don't sit like all like, like hunkered like, down. Yeah. Like your I, phone at all, at all times. I, I like looking around. I usually like, you know, sure. you know, I don't, I sit back. Usually I'm really open. My shoulders are open. My body's open to everybody. Uh, homeless people, not homeless people. You could literally get me in Detroit and everybody's feel like everybody wants to talk to me for some <laughs> That's reason. So Anybody on the street. You're just, so you're comes, just, you just have that no, kind of, kind of it's vibe. It's not even, it's, it's not even done, dude. That was just the tip of yeah. the iceberg. And the kid so comes up says, to you. Yeah, so he comes up to me and says, he's like, are you, are you, you know, are you Christian? And I was like, well, no, like I, you know, I, I hover between atheism and agnostic. Like I don't, you know, I, yeah. I like to not think a big JC broad. guy as you would not say. a big JC. Hey, no hate to any of the JC lovers. You of course know? not. Right. Cause that's a love, you know, that's peace. I just don't, I don't float that way. And that's, you know what, I, but I find not peace. Bad, in that. Yeah. And this kid was like, he was like, well, Jesus Christ is your savior. And I said, how, you know, and I was just, and I had 15 minutes to burn. So I took this opportunity <laughs> yeah. to just talk to this kid. And I yeah. wasn't mad. I wasn't angry. I was just talking to him. And he was trying to get me to, to convert so bad, dude. He was oh, like, he went from kid. like, what about when you're dying on your deathbed? And I was like, I'm like, I'm going to be at peace knowing that I don't know. Like, I find peace in that. And he's like, but, but all these people walk around with this black hole in their heart without Jesus. And I was like, and I was like, in my head, I'm like, that's a bit much. Like, I think people are just depressed because they got to go to school or like maybe their parents aren't very nice to them or something. Yeah. Right. We got to say like, Jesus. And I was like, I was just trying to talk to him and he was like, Oh, my parents raised me atheist. And I'm like, see, but your parents raised you to be a Christian. And he blew his mind. It blew like they, they by them being atheists, they were, they led you to Christianity. So yeah. he, it blew his, he couldn't, he couldn't like, he couldn't process that. No. And, and, I think it got to a point where like we were sitting down and I was thinking, I'm like, listen, like, I think the way that I see it, like he kept trying to get me to think of death and stuff like that. And I said, I literally have, I'm fine thinking that you could die and nothing would be there. Or if I'm wrong, then, Hey, you know, I can't, I, I, I've lived a life already, you know, I'm fine. Right. But, um, so I'm sitting there and he's like, and I kept saying like, well, I think, uh, Christians and Muslims are all kind of like, thinking the same thing but different languages you know basically like more, different more avenues more or less Abrahamic religion tree yeah yeah they all kind of want the same thing uh, like let's be you know, yeah. kinda, if you like if you didn't know about christianity your whole life you think you could be like happily islamic or whatever like that's what yeah. i was saying to the kid and he was like and i said that and he's like you just he got quiet and didn't say goodbye to me got up and walked away Damn, dude, rock that guy's world. Well, but I think he just got mad, and I wasn't even saying anything crazy. I'm just like, you're not even being disrespectful either. No, I'm not saying he's wrong at all. I'm just, yeah, no, I try not to be. Like, I I try to just talk to. I like now. I brought up Dante's Inferno. I know it's not a religious book, but I love that book as like a cool homage to like, like a, a religious guy. Like Dante was pretty wild, and he thought of pretty interesting ideas so i was like what about purgatory man 
yeah like, yeah hey what about those greek people that didn't know about jesus and then he was like he's like oh, that's not it that's not that's not that's it we're talking about now we're talking about you and i was like i'm just trying to get <laughs> burgers man and he I was gonna say right I, I, have, I have one question did you did you get the hey, burger dude it, he get this he fucking walked away right at 1205 oh beautiful I didn't waste any of my time. I was waiting anyway. You were going to be sitting on that ledge anyways. You know, and I wasn't. I didn't think about being cold. It was a cold, windy day today. I was sitting in my jacket, and I was talking yeah. to this guy crossing my legs. I was all like, hmm, you know, wow, I'm just being snarky and like all this kind of stuff. But, hey, I got off the phone with my girlfriend. She's like, hey, give me a burger. I'm like, okay, I'll get you a burger. Saw that it was closed, still opens up at 12. Kid comes up to me. I sit down on the ledge. Yeah. Talks to me for 15, 20 minutes. I realize it's 12. I go over, get burgers. And you're done for the day. day. Dude, that was my day. Sick day, man. Dude, my day was, was way less eventful. I spent like two or three hours just writing code. So that's neither here nor there. Yeah, the grind, though. That's what I signed up to do with my life, I guess. So, hey, man. But yeah, I don't know. You want to you talk about music? Yeah, sorry, guys. Dude, we, I said to tell Rosario about my day. I, I, I wanted to hear it. So. I feel like you would have. I felt like you that, would have that kind of stuff only happens story. to you, man. No, I, just, I, like, I don't know. Like it, it does. <laughs> it does. I, I literally get. I get off the. I leave that guy and I get the burgers and I Facetime my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, uh, you guess what happened to me? Yeah. And she always. There's always. It's always a story about someone coming up to me. Like, yeah. Saying, right. Hey, People what's just up? Talk to you. Well, and they don't just say like it's like if a homeless person comes up to me, they're not just saying, hey, man, could I have some change or whatever. It's all yeah. like. Hey man, you know help you know help a brother out. You know have a you know what are you doing or what are you walking around for? It's like a whole conversation. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I gotta go to class, man. I like literally gotta go to class. He's, it's like always they're trying to pull me in. They know I talk. They know I'm a talker. <laughs> but it's like, um, that's yeah. And then I call her and she's and I'm like, tell her tell her that that kid was talking to me. And she's like, that only happens to you. It does. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't. You know what? That that that's probably a good quality to have. You know what I mean? I hey, because the way I see it, I approach you know that makes me approachable to people that I will will want to talk to you and like hang out with. Yeah, you. sure. So there you go, dude. Back to music, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, so get into music. Um, yeah, if you don't, if you clicked on this podcast and you think we just talk about our lives, we actually talk about music. Never, so. actually, we never. Yeah, do. almost never. Yeah. yeah. So um, today we're talking about two. Well, I guess an, an album and an EP, if we want to get mm. technical. Um, mm. So uh, we have uh, today Window Flowers, I believe it's called, by uh, Liz Cooper. Uh, mm. And I believe her band that backs her up is called The Stampede. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then we after that, we'll get into um, an EP called Ferris Wheel on Fire by Nutramilk Hotel. But yeah, we're going to start off with the, the Window Flowers album, which was the album that Riley picked to talk about this week. So uh I guess if you want to maybe start it off and see yeah, I uh, so this album actually um, this this album. Well, I guess the let's break it down. Kind of the artist, like I kind of chose this album to listen to more myself uh, mm -hmm. because I like the artist Liz Cooper and I like her. Uh, she did a, I think an Audio Tree album. You know, Audio Tree, like they do, like uh, you know, I think that it's like a newspaper online or whatever, like and they yeah, I saw that on Apple Music and I was a little confused about what that. Was. So if you go on Apple Music, there's Liz Cooper, which is you find this album under, mm. but there's also Liz Cooper and the Stampede, 
but they have yeah. only like that that like weird special yeah, yeah, yeah. for them yeah but it's uh so they so the way i i discovered uh this artist and her band was um was through audio tree which does uh they do like live uh like albums and that kind of thing and it's just performances like i I think like Peach Pit uh, did one and a couple okay. other like indie. It's a lot of indie and folk stuff. And so I, for the longest time, I listened to only her live songs. And then uh, I started listening to a few weeks ago, her album Window Flowers, which had a couple of songs that I love, like a couple of my favorite songs by her. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to give it to you because it's kind of that in between of like stuff that I like and the stuff that you like, like more yeah. stuff. I was going to say also that. kind of more, more like Rocky kind of like jam stuff that, you know, I tend to like. Yeah. There's a lot of different kind of a little bit of different genres coming together. Like it's definitely a really specific, like, I don't want to say it's something that's never been done before. Like, I don't want to go that far as to say that. But it's definitely a very specific kind of subgenre of like mm. folk where it's it's like it's like that like folk it's 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 kind of interesting we picked it on the same day as Neutral Milk Hotel because yeah. it is kind of like psychedelic like folk rock fusion. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's done in like a totally different way. So I thought it was really uh interesting sound and uh I actually I really liked it a lot. So you that's awesome on that. Yeah. 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 So um I I one thing that I like the main thing that I took away from it, I guess, is um a lot of the songs, uh, if you remember, a lot of the songs have a lot of um, purely instrumental sections, mm-hmm. which uh, I usually like. I usually prefer uh, music like with vocals, not like just purely instrumental music. But yeah. one thing that this album did well was using both of those different styles, and yeah. it was able to to make a really like atmospheric feeling, a really like you know. It definitely had a, a very specific vibe and was very uh, like psychedelic and atmospheric and like it was one of those it was one of those records that you just like turn on and kind of like just relax and listen to in the background. Yeah, but uh, it it puts me in a it put me in a really, I guess, chill and uh, it just put me in a good mood actually. So that's good. Yeah, man. I really liked it. Um, I don't know if you have any favorite tracks you want to talk about, but I definitely have a couple. So- my two favorites are back to back to each other tracks five and six kaleidoscope eyes okay. and dalai lama those are my two okay. favorites hands down uh i know they're not her most popular tracks i know i think mountain man and like lights and outer space are probably more like the the higher right. played songs at least according to spotify they are um but i love kaleidoscope eyes and dalai lama i think i love this the recording of dalai lama on this. I, so I, I yeah. listen to the live a lot and uh-huh. the kaleidoscope eyes recording on the live is better than on this but then the dalai lama on this is better than the live version yeah so um i also pegged dalai lama as one of my favorites mm. um i really like the the drums in that song and there's a also, there's a nice little drum solo in there, actually, which is really cool. And that, yeah, uh, that really kind of gives a song a new life compared to the rest of the album. Because I, 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 well, I wrote in my notes that um, Dalai Lama comes at a time on the track list where um, the album, like, so it's like the middle part of the album, which is always kind of maybe the hardest part to get through. Because, like, you know, obviously the beginning's never hard to get through and towards the end is, like, towards the end. But I think albums usually might sometimes struggle in the middle, but... Uh, the middle of this album was really good because it had these uh, songs that, like I said, I wrote that it gave it new life with the drum solo 
and there's a insane guitar solo at the end and then the drums come back in and like yeah this one uh like you said it was a really cool recording like and all the yeah. different instruments coming together it was a it was a wild ride but uh yeah i really i really like that about it that's awesome yeah no i i think that i think like the run from kaleidoscope eyes all the way down to like lights or like mm-hmm. fondling forever is probably my little favorite like it like you're saying it kind of saves the album because like right. the songs before kaleidoscope eyes like mountain man outer space the night and i believe sleepyhead, sleepyhead is the first track are slow you right know, and then slow. and then the like the, these songs come in that have like these like fast and like upbeat drums and it kind of takes it in a, to a, in a different way you know yeah, and I think lyrically too, like Kaleidoscope Eyes and Dalai Lama are more like uh, they add more to the more psychedelic aspect. Where like I think they're more they're more kind of like deep and more like introspective. Yeah. Where the first yeah. songs are like Sleepyhead in the Night, which are also some of my favorites. I think uh, songwriting wise, those are a little more like cut and dry and like more simple. Right, which isn't bad. They're just different songs, you know. Like yeah, totally. Got... And I love those songs too. Um, those are two of my favorites also so um especially the night uh the album starts off really hot actually with sleeping yeah. head in the night um i love i love the the kind of cadence she sings with in the night and i love how it builds up to the chorus mm. and then if i remember correctly like in the chorus i don't remember the exact like lyrics but in the chorus there's like a drop like so to speak i don't know exactly how else to word it but like it, it builds up and then it like comes down really fast and um yeah, that that song just like made me really happy, and uh, it's a shame that uh, it's been cloudy here all week because I feel like this song would be one of those perfect songs for like walking around outside. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, because like I love the way that Liz Cooper sings. Like, I love her vo- her voice. Yeah, it's very so, unique. It's not. It's not. It's not super dreary because it's not. It's more like a ragtimey i would say that's a probably good you know where she's not like dreary like a like a claro or like a phoebe bridgers right like that like it's not like she sounds like she's about to cry no no not like it's very like a like a very like oh i guess ragtime is the good way is where she's like kind of like uh she draws out her voice and that kind of thing which i think is very beautiful um i don't know yeah i think like the songs that aren't as popular surprise me on this album. I think for yeah. the best reasons, like like Sleepyhead in the Night may not be the most popular songs of, of Liz Cooper's because right. they may be slower or maybe different sounding than like her more popular tracks are more definitely the more like pop folk, kind of the more mainstream folk. Like I think Outer Space Mountain Man and right. uh, Mountain like Man's definitely Lights. pretty classic like folk yeah. song. Mountain Man is probably pretty cut and dry. That's probably like the the radio the radio song. Of the sure, album. yeah, Especially still still a great song to like, be honest. Yeah, oh great great song. But yeah. I just think the other songs on this album are way better than the the hits. You know, like yeah, and I love an album like that too, where you have your hits and you have your deep cuts, and maybe there's a clear distinction between them, but there's not really a disparity in quality between them. Yeah, I actually uh, the song Dalai Lama has a cool bassline opening it up, and I wanted to know if you caught it. I didn't write anything about it, but uh, I, I I already I talked about the um, 
the band being like really good in this song. So mm-hmm. I guess that just pretty much encompasses all the instruments like being like and and this song specifically, Dalai Lama, it just seems like everyone was playing at their absolute like and it's best. a seven minute song but it doesn't yeah. feel like seven minutes when no it doesn't because you have like obviously the different verses but then you also have a drum solo and then later you have a guitar solo it's almost like multiple parts of the song mm. and it really like i so like i said that that those long solos i really like them and because it adds to the the like the atmosphere and like the psychedelia of the album it just like puts you in a space where you're just kind of like sitting back and vibing and i mean that's you know, for me, like I typically prefer focusing on like music with vocals. Like I rarely will ever listen to something like like jazz or just like even even like hip hop instrumentals. Like sometimes I find it hard to difficult. I find it difficult to listen to because I really just like hearing rapping on those instrumentals. But um, yeah, for whatever reason, for something like this, it just really elevated my my feeling of relaxation and like. Uh, the atmosphere of the album, which I, I really think is what she was going for, and so I agree. Yeah, so just shout it, out to her and her band for like those incredible yeah, solos and is, songs. This is someone I would, I would totally see this band live. Yeah, sure probably be a cool they, experience. They put on a great show with the. I'm sure it would be. would be great, like a calm, cool atmosphere with some cool high moments and good low moments and stuff. Yeah, like that. And I'm sure the people would be super chill. Yeah, it it just it it comes off as this really like peaceful psychedelic album and like it, it is even like some of the topics of the songs are like uh like even like I guess going back to Dalai Lama because that's a kind of the song that probably is my favorite song on the album is like right. topically I mean the hook or like the the chorus of the song is like uh my it's like the Dalai Lama says I'm perfect but my daddy thinks I'm not yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and it's like that kind of like it goes along with the psychedelics uh, of this album of like where it's kind of like that free, folky, like be yourself, be free. But then right. It's like, I think that's like classic time. folk tropes in this album. Yeah. Which I, which I like. I love folk music. I love it. So, yeah. yeah. It's, but it's also like what I like about this is like we've kind of like talked about like, uh, who is it? Um, the Fleet Foxes or something like that. Fleet Foxes. Yeah. Yeah. Where like they're folk, but they're like so like dun 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 dun. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like very poppy and like very kind of upbeat. This is so such a mix of like psychedelic and folk. It's perfect. Like yeah, it is perfect. Like a good different splash of something. Yeah, and I think if you want it, I I I think if you want to hear like we've talked about Mountain Man already and Dalai Lama, I think those are the two tracks that kind of accentuate the the combination of the classic folk, you know, the typical kind of songwriting and i'd say even her her singing style is pretty classic folk but it mm-hmm. combines it with the dreamy and the psychedelic production and it really just creates a, a yeah. beautiful result it's it's a cool it's a cool listen all the way through like i think this is a really good complete album too like i yeah. think as like i didn't really think about it until you brought it up about how the album really builds up to these like the middle tracks which a lot of albums don't do it's kind of like just put together yeah that's that's one thing i I tend to notice a lot i'd say because i'd say most of my music listening is listening to full albums i mean Mm -hmm. especially with this podcast and i i will really often notice if an album drags or if it has a lull or if there's like a run where that like it's not as good but I think the way that the tracks are structured in this album, it starts off slow, which I say Sleepyhead is a perfect opener because yeah. it really sets the vibe for being like a relaxed, chill kind of album. 
But then by the time you do get to Kaleidoscope Eyes and Dalai Lama, it's building up. The drums are coming in more. Mm. And then, you know, and throughout the rest of the album, it's really leaning into that whole psychedelic folk. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, and yeah. I, I just, I, man, I can't stress how much I love the transition from Dalai Lama to, or Kaleidoscope Eyes to Dalai, to Lama, Dalai Lama. I think, yeah. I think even the writing between the two, two songs really show that kind of like, where kaleidoscope eyes is that dreaminess it's that you know you got or like it's that dreaminess you see in someone or like those you know she's got kaleidoscope eyes and like right you know whatever like it's that it's the person that you just like think you think is perfect do anything for and everything but then like dalai lama's like kind of coming to more ground grounded thought and being like well yeah you know i'm i'm just here with my own you know my own beliefs and not what the society tells around tells tells me what to do or tells me how to act or whatever and i think that's cool that you may not find on the earlier tracks but um yeah i yeah. think it, but it builds up it almost like builds up that even the first songs like sleepyhead and mountain man and all and all build up to kaleidoscope eyes and dalai lama as this like kind of like peak and then they build back down in motions and right yeah like so in my notes, I didn't write a lot about the last couple tracks because I think the album kind of climax. Actually, I completely agree with what you just said, saying the album kind of climaxes at maybe like lights. I don't know. I mean, I, I like lights. I had yeah. a more great instrumental solos. Those last two songs there, I didn't really didn't really connect with me much. But um, not to say they're bad songs. I just didn't have anything too specific to say about them. No, I think it. I think it's a just. I think what's cool about this album is that the songs do fade in and out throughout the whole album. Like I think, yeah, really- it's clearly intended to be listened to all together and to just, yeah. like I said, be thrown on to some when you're just relaxing, laying down, kind of just chilling. I I imagine this in a sunroom, a back sunroom porch of a house. Yeah, sure. Outside, having a couple drinks, maybe. Yeah, this would be this is, this would be a good one to to keep in mind when we hang out in the summer at your oh, at your pool. You know what I mean. Throw, like that. throw it out, yeah, dude. Throw it up, yeah. throw on some boozy speaker, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. It fits right in with the with like what we normally listen to, like the Jack Johnson and the oh, dude, yeah, summertime. This is gonna yeah. go in the summertime, playlist. yeah, yeah. Minus this the one great... time that we listened to an entire Jack Harlow album on on the Ox. <laughs> when did we do that? Uh, Colin, Colin, Colin did it when we were hanging out one time. It was the day oh. that Jack Harlow album came out, and I was like, I do we really have that. to? I'm like, do we really have to do this? <laughs> Gotta listen to the whole album. It's like over an hour, probably. Oh, dude, I don't. Jack Harlow. That was, was pretty bad. Some proto. That was some proto. Uh, <laughs> classic mix up right there. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, way way before. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think we kind of got the summer vibes. Kind of like what what's great for the listeners of this uh, podcast is that like we'll listen to the most random music. It doesn't have to be themed. It's literally just us being like, Oh, let's listen to this. And I yeah, think we window flowers is like an album baby that Tron we'll listen to, to later. Playro. Yeah. We'll yeah. listen to this album for a while. Like, I think it's one of those yeah. ones that we'll be like, yeah, so it's back on. Why not? Yeah. And that's why I listen to new albums in general is to try to find music that I will want to listen to later. I mean, I think, and this was I mean, a sleeper, dude. This was a sleeper. Yeah. I didn't think this would be that big, and you know, to you, but I, I, awesome. you know, it's really random for what I end up liking. I mean, I'd say this, uh, the Wilco record. Mm-hmm. Um, that turned that won an award, dude. Did you see that? 
at the Grammys. Did it really? I think so. I don't know. It got like a Her new one. Of, no, uh, the Whiskey Taco Foxtrot or the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. It won an award at the Grammys of the year it came out. No, I think this year it won like an award or something like that. How did that? How? Hold on. I'm going to Google this. I don't. Okay. Whiskey, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. It's called Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Yankee. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. There you go. Yankee um, Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, while you fact check that, I was I'll continue uh, with my thought that I had, which is um, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, uh, the Liz Cooper album, best historical album. Oh, his oh best historic oh sick. Well, good, it deserves it. Um, but anyways, uh, what does that I, even mean though? I, I don't know because it's, it's twenty years old or something. Yeah, maybe maybe once you get twenty years old, you can. I don't know, but that Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, um, believe it or not, every hour is a dollar gone. Uh, yeah, dude, Window that flowers. album's great. Those are probably my my that. top three um, classic mix-up albums, other than the ones other than my own, obviously the ones that you've I'm given. I'm so proud. To me. I'm so happy. That makes me so happy. Yeah, I'm but so uh, proud, man. yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this one in mind. You know, when the sun finally comes out in this. Godforsaken city, I I will be listening to this album. So. Sun was out for me today. That's good. Actually, I I am being really dramatic. It actually was it was actually kind of sunny today, but when I was writing my notes, it was overcast, oh. and it was probably like yeah, negative like twenty. A lot of our snow melted down here. So. Oh, I forgot I forgot the Remo Drive album. That's probably my actually my number one favorite that you've. Oh, played. do that out! I forgot we did that album. That album. Me too. Great. That album's fantastic. Like I listened to that album like six times the week that you gave I, it to me. It's so funny because I listened to the Patrick Sweeney album on the car ride home from school. Yeah. And to Remo Drive Eat Shit. That song is so good. Yeah. I actually listened to that oh dude, last night I had to blow off to some steam. And I listened mm-hmm. to some I threw in some slipknot, some all kind of random oh, yeah. shit. And I put on Remo Drive and oh. that shit hit. And I got out of the car so and I like, lost my voice. It was like so good. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Dude. Anyway. Yeah, that, anyway. You say anything um, else? Yeah, not really. I, I'd say just um, – I mean, if we didn't say enough already, I highly recommend just, like, sitting outside when you have an hour and playing this album. Um, I'll link it in the description. Take some drugs maybe. Yeah. Uh, Classic Mission <laughs> doesn't endorse drugs, but if you have to, you know. Only no. for only for recreational, only for music listening purposes. Yeah, for fun. Don't don't die. You know. Yeah, right. Don't. Yeah, definitely don't, don't do don't like die. crack or anything. That's that's bad. Yeah, crack's bad. Just anyway, I don't crack know where we're going with this. Anyway, um, let's go. Let's move say on. no to say no to drugs. Uh, stay in school. Drugs. Stay in school. Be, and listen to, to listen to Liz Cooper. Listen to Liz Cooper with no flowers with the stampede. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to her. Her. You heard her next album, the red one. Mm. No, this is like the only thing I've really listened to. Yeah, I think I might check it out because I think she's really it, capturing something specific that's really resonating yeah. with me. That's awesome. Dude, dude, let me know how you like her. I might listen to more. Yeah, if I listen to it this week, I'll have it for you. I guess we're going to have a little bit of a trend, I guess, for like the next coming weeks is like lady folk singers or lady singers. Like, yeah, when, they re- when we reveal what we're doing next week, yeah. Yeah, we're going to reveal something pretty cool for next week's yeah. episode. Yeah. So we'll get to that. But um, Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we can we can do you want to talk about the EP? I'm excited. Yeah, I do. I really want to talk about the EP because like for 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 24 minutes of music, I don't think you can really find anything better if you ask me, except for maybe Ferris, like some rap song. What is it? Ferris Wheel on Fire? Ferris is Wheel it? on Fire by Nutrimoko Hotel. The EP. Yeah. Zari wow. had to send me this the MP3s over over email. Zip yeah. file. Uh real underground. <laughs> um I, I yeah, uh, okay. I, I guess I'll I'll introduce the album a little bit. So Yeah, let me let Um me... Ferris Wheel on Fire. It's an EP by the band Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh, who, our good pals. Yeah, right. Who's Way my way back on pals. week one? Right, so you might have heard of Neutral Milk Hotel from their smash hit cult classic album in the Aeroplane Over the Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a very mysterious, kind of ominous mm-hmm. folk rock band who doesn't, mm-hmm. who is since broken up and doesn't release mm-hmm. a lot of music uh, at all. So a mm-hmm. lot of their records and EPs and all that is like just MP3s and YouTube videos and live performances kind of floating around. Um, this would be one of them. So this uh, EP was released in 2011. Um, it, it contains eight songs that were written and recorded sometime in the early 90s. Um, a lot. One thing that's cool about this EP for, for fans of the band like myself and I, I would probably say Riley is uh, mm-hmm. a lot of these songs would later become other songs that you might be familiar yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. You can. So, you can. You'll have to point out everything because I probably didn't catch everything. Yeah, I'll, I, I, I have, I have a few like little fun facts to point out. I mean, but yeah, Can I make basically, a little uh, guess of stuff as we're going, and they were doing that. Or what's that? I'm, I might guess on stuff and be like, okay, is this song this song and that kind of. Yeah, thing. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, I, I don't think anyone can really say for sure, but lyric, you can. Yeah. There's, there's what it is is like lyrics from these songs were taken and like injected into other songs, mm. so that you, you can That's... pretty easily figure out if you know the lyrics but um yeah i guess uh we can just get into it i guess i'll start dude, by asking you uh, how, what you thought about it this was a really uh i do emotional this was like crazy like i i yeah. loved the variety on it like i think home was a different from like i loved how yeah. there's kind of different songs like where in a play in an airplane over the sea tried so hard to tell a story that it of course. you know I didn't realize how little variety we were really seeing of Jeff Magnum and the guys at uh Nutrimilk Hotel. Mm-hmm. And until you hear this this like EP because you have such variety, like even Oh Sister, I'd say Oh Sister Home and A Baby for Pre are like three different tonal songs. Like totally. Home is like different. Like I don't know, it's just No, like, Home is very different. Um Yeah. So one thing that I always found very appealing and interesting about this album is that mm-hmm. all of it, it, with the exception of home, this entire album is, is just uh, acoustic guitar. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just Jeff Magnum's guitar. Um, home is the only song where you get the introduction of other instruments. Um, yeah. So it's, it home is also, it's known for being the only song um, on this EP that was totally unknown before this EP released in 2011. So the other seven songs were, you know, either performed live or on a different record Reused somewhere. Or, but uh, yeah. yeah, like Home was the only one that was like heard for the first time. When this Which is came awesome. Out. So, so do you think it was 
recorded especially for this ep or do you think it was something that was just spared? i think it was i i think just based on him sounding exactly the same as all the other songs i would say it was still recorded in the 90s and just mm. buried away somewhere and maybe it was found or something yeah but for whatever reason yeah it wasn't you know included on anything before this but it's a fantastic song it's a really kind of fast and upbeat song compared mm-hmm. to the rest of this album which is mostly pretty somber yeah I uh I actually was playing my guitar along mm-hmm. with him and trying to see what chords he played, which he plays yeah. a lot of open chords and not a lot of complex chords and stuff. But like right. the way he strums and I think the distortion he uses on his guitar is just so unique. It's like, so sweet. Just, it's so unique. Yeah, I, I I just can't emulate what the sound is like. It's just right. So I I think that's what draws me kind of to these guys is like. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people with more knowledge of the genre might school me on this a little, but I just have yet to find something that sounds like this. Right. I mean, like right. you have the microphones, like all Phil Elverum's projects, you know, like, I don't know if you've Nothing heard. Like this, um, yeah. Like, I don't know if you've heard what, what's the album called. It's got the one with, I want wind to blow on it. It came out in no one, but I can't remember the name of it. Like, Dude, I, I'm the reason why our name is Classic Mix-Up. Yeah, I'm supposed to, like, know the names of stuff. Um, I think it's, I don't know, it's by the microphone. The one with the elephant on it? Yeah, yeah. It's called yeah, the, glow, the Glow Part 2. The Glow Part 2. Yeah, the Glow Part 2. You um, that's that. probably the album that I'd say it's closest to a Neutral Milk Hotel album without being a Neutral Milk mm-hmm. Hotel album. But it's still not, like, it still doesn't have that quality that they capture for me. I don't know. I think... I think what's cool about the microphones is you can kind of break them down even into Mount Erie and what he did like on his own. Yeah, like, because like, he has like different projects. A Crow yeah. Stared at Me is like the saddest album I've Dude, ever I, listened to. I've been waiting to to listen to that one because I don't I don't want to like ruin my day. So I gotta make sure I'm already sad before I listen to that one. Yeah, we can save that for a sad it's episode on my, of Plus. It's on my list of like stuff to listen to, but I it's been there for a long time because I kind of just push it off because like yeah, I don't it's, know if I'm it's hard prepared. if you're not it, you gotta be like in a mindset. It was I was like not in a good mindset when I listened to it. And it like yeah, fucked me. I've up. heard I've heard it's just like it's. Sad. I'm really I'm very interested in it, but I just don't want to like ruin it. For you me, like you it. it lyrically? It's really cool, and but it's really straightforward. A lot of the lyrics are really straightforward, and you'll which know is probably what makes it so sad because there's nothing to really leave up to interpretation. Break down, yeah. yeah. It's, but it's it's uh, I guess one day when we talk about it, you'll I I kind of have some like yeah. kind of that silver lining aspect to the album okay it's pretty cool but okay that's cool. um yeah but from the microphones comparing them to this is like very like makes sense like i think same circle same time no period. it's the same circle no doubt but it's just not it's just not the same so no it's yeah. it's because jeff magnum's obviously he's crazy he's in, he's, spe- he's, he's a special guy yeah so yeah, if you're if yeah. you're if you're listening to this and you're unfamiliar with the band or the the guy jeff man which i guess you probably wouldn't be but if you are um yeah he's 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 just very i don't know he's very special he's very different um we talked oh, about him a lot and the band a lot in episode one of this podcast which mm-hmm. I would say check out um, Fair Warning. The audio mixing is terrible in that episode, but um, yeah. it's still it's still worth. Uh, it's listenable. Yeah, it is. It, it's just um, we talk about In the Aeroplane Over the Sea, which is their most well-known album. So yeah. I highly recommend that. But yeah, so yeah. Um, for me, in terms of tracks to point out outside of home, um, my favorites are, I know you mentioned Oh Sister. So Oh Sister is... An early oh, version oh, of 
Yeah, yeah. And which spoiler alert for episode one, that's one of me and Riley's favorite songs. Probably it's probably my favorite song from this band period. So oh such and this one like had a different oh sister had the different aspect to it that was like really cool. That I was like I think it's the way he kind of sings where it's like he like doesn't miss a beat if that makes sense. He and he like takes very few breaths. He just is kind of like bum 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 like throughout the whole song, really yeah. fast. And I think that gives it that that super catchy quality, especially over those guitar chords. So, yeah. And then ma- also, many lyrics from this track were reused in in the yeah. opening of the sea songs. Yeah. What I love is that my what I think is probably one of the closer ones too is my dream girl don't exist is just okay. uh literally one of the is like what's the one song oh my god what's the i i'm off right now but there's the one okay. where he's like what and she was born or she was holla 1945 i don't no, know wait. but this don't exist reminds me of the one song that definitely lines up with the anne frank's yeah 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 um communist daughter and oh yeah communist daughter this is like a a a more faster like a more emotional version of communist communist daughter and yeah they're totally different but you can tell that they're like he was in the same headspace when he was writing them yeah lyrically yeah like yeah my dream world don't exist is uh super emotional song um obviously and then I, what's a a baby for pre doesn't really sound like anything off of uh, like I guess lyrically doesn't sound like it should be on Nairplane over the sea is it not yeah is it not so um, baby for pre is actually one of my favorites you might yeah. recognize it because there's a version of this song uh, on the record on Avery Island um, That's what it's, it called, is. it's called so okay so. There's a track on on Avery Island called "A Baby for Pre," but it's yeah. not this. No, it's something else. Right. And then there's a track on Avery Island called "Where You'll Find Me Now," which is this. So. Okay, that makes so much sense. That's what. Yeah. I I remember "Baby for Pre" off of on Avery Island because I this, love on like Avery Island. Yeah. Right. And. Yeah. Uh, 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 so so okay. okay so so the the difference is though so obviously this is the acoustic version of where you'll mm. find me now um and the one of the the differences is that in the on Avery Island version um uh sorry I have I have it written down the the differences because I knew no, we were going to talk about this I want um, I I got nothing written down I'm going off the yeah no it's okay um so, so on this version it does the 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 where you'll find me now part. Or I'm sorry, it does the the baby for pre part, the first mm-hmm. verse, but yeah. then it, it kind of switches into a different song, which is mm-hmm. the one you're thinking of from Avery from on Avery Island. So the reason I like this version, the version from the Ferris Wheel on Fire EP over the on Avery Island version, is because this song stitches together like the two parts. It like basically makes it so it's like one song. It's a baby for pre on the first half, and then the second half is is glow into you or where you'll find me now whatever version you want to call it by it's it's very confusing and i'm not explaining it very well but uh i think that's actually like kind of the the so cool a lot thing. of the same so the same song is being named several different, different things yeah there's like three or four versions and renamed and yeah and attached in different places so like 
uh, there's like three or four different tracks here that are different combinations and amalgamations of each other, and they've been just stitched together in different ways. Okay, you got to run it down. What's April 8th? Okay, is April 8th one of the songs? So off April of 8th is also... April 8th is the exact same as the On Avery Island version, just acoustic, I think. Yes. Okay. Because so, I know... Yeah, so basically to, to summarize for anyone left who still cares... Um, April 8th is the exact same track that you find on, on Avery Island. Mm -hmm. A Baby for Pre mm -hmm. is different than the one you find on Avery Island. But the song on, on Avery Island called uh, Where You'll Find Me Now is attached to the Baby for Pre version of Ferris Wheel on Fire. So that's the similarity there. So that is kind of double. Like it's on the Ferris Wheel on Fire and uh, on Avery Island. And I'm saying I prefer the Ferris Wheel on Fire version because mm -hmm. one, the acoustic I like better, and two, because it's attached to the first half, the baby for pre-half. Um, and I think that's like really cool that they can like stitch, restitch, and rearrange their songs in like, different ways, uh, wow. and they're still compatible. And they just like it's like the same song, it's just arranged differently, and it like makes a different thing. I just think it's really, really interesting. Yeah, how it works it, out like it's that. it's insane because like. I get so confused because I like know the names of the songs and I'm but, like, and then they're I'm different. bad with names of songs, but like, yeah, this is probably like, a struggle for you. Well, cause it's, they don't sound at all what they're like yeah. named after that. I know from, I, cause I love I, I, it. It's even worse too. I just downloaded an album, uh, a neutral hotel album called beauty from 1992. And this has demos of stuff from even before the era we're talking about right now. So this has Garden Head Leave Me Alone on it, but I don't think it's the exact same as the Garden Head Leave oh, Me Alone. Oh, you got to send on, me that. You got to Okay, we're going to I'm going to you're going to have to send me that and Yeah. Then... I just think it's interesting because there's not many bands that you can go and hear. Okay, so let's say a song was like written and originally like a demo was made in 1992 and then you hear an EP version of it in 94 and then you hear the fully released and mastered version in 1996. Uh, there's not many bands that you can hear from different there's not many so bands good. you can hear three different versions of the same song, and they all are—they all have their own distinct character and their own distinct sound. That are, they're basically totally different songs. Like, I just think it's—I I don't know—I'm really totally nerding out about this whole. Oh, I demo love it, thing, dude! This is so. This is way cooler than I thought it would be. That's why it, I really yeah. wanted to listen to it, like, because we kind of pushed back today's like recording sesh because I wanted to listen to it again. I was like, yeah, I was a little rushed on listening to it the first time. And I'm like, I know a lot of this. I'm not making any connections, and I feel so fucking stupid. But I'm like, no, you they're like, complicated. I, I like, I know the names of the songs. They're not the same songs. No, they're it not the same. It's not. It's not like you see. Okay. Oh, you see a, a baby What's, for pre on this album, I, and it's the same. Is I will bury you in time on on Avery Island, or is that not that that? So this is where the lyrics thing comes in. Is those lyrics are used yeah. in a different song that I I don't exactly remember but um the song itself no is not you know where you might know i will bury you in time from what? if you're familiar with uh, oh dude don't even say it do you okay, know say it what are you gonna say no um live at jittery joe's jeff magnum's yes solo album okay that's song. what you mean. jesus christ <laughs> excuse me but so this is the acoustic studio me. version of i will bury you in time which is probably most popular um, from Jeff Magnum's solo album called Live at Jittery Joe's, which it contains obviously the live version of this track. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah. the lyrics of this song were, I think, used in some On Avery Island songs. So I think what, what Jeff tends to do is he'll write, you know, a song or two or whatever. And then when he writes his next song, he'll... Well, uh, the other thing is a lot of these songs weren't meant to see the light of day originally. So when yeah, you, when you hear him reuse lyrics... To play. Like, yeah, so like when you see an O Comely that he reused a bunch of lyrics from O Sister, like O Sister probably was never meant to release and that's why they were just probably verse changes live or you know some yeah and he yeah and it's it's a whole rabbit hole with neutral Mech hotel and i think another part of the draw to this band is that like there's no other band who you have to like find the music like this every other band you can just go on apple music and type their name and see their discography like these guys, since you have to like search and dig and figure stuff out, it just oh. I don't know. It makes it also. It's like old. Li- it's like what what they do is they let us nerds be nerds. They take yeah. us back. They take us nerds, us music nerds, back to before the internet when you have yeah. to dig for tapes and dig yeah, for I'm 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 and... fucking like knee deep in Reddit threads trying to find downloads for this 1992 album, and I found it. I'll send it to you after if you wanna. And it's um, all just it's malware and. <laughs> The guy on Reddit said it was safe, but the link was six years old, and I'm like, please, please work. It's a Mediafire link. I've never had any trouble with Mediafire, so I don't, I don't know. Dude. But yeah, I, I. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I. We probably drove off a lot of people from that hole. No, I don't dude, really this care, is fun, though. man. Fuck no, that. it's it's about... fun to find the connections. Um, okay, just go through the rest of the songs with me. Then yeah, would, uh, yeah. Um, what have we not talked about? Um, the title track doesn't might... really have any significance. Um, Ferris, Ferris Wheel on Fire, which I liked. It's a good song. It's a good song, yeah. It doesn't, I don't think it becomes anything different. else, though, and I don't think it has any lyrics that are reused. Yeah. Um, but uh, the guitar is really good, and I love that. So, What about Engine? Engine has been released like many times. Um, Which is that's Jeff. That's on Jeff Magnum's live album too. Yes, it is. And it, so Engine is probably most. So it's one of their oldest songs. It's also probably most well known for being the B side to Holland 1945, which is pot, which is famous because it ended up making the album in the airplane over the sea. Um, but, but yeah, Engine. Engine was originally released as a B-side to a single for that. Engine is oh. also on their album Beauty, which I've mentioned a couple times today. Yeah. And it's on Jeff's live album, Live at Jittery Joe's. And obviously it's on this EP. And it's a it's a beautiful song also. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it's one of the more polished ones. You can tell, I guess. Yeah, totally. Good. Probably because it's been through many, like many renditions. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I'm assuming when when I I'll let you know when I listen to Beauty, mm-hmm. um, Engine is on it. I'll let you know if it's a different recording than the one that we hear on Ferris Wheel on Fire. I'm assuming it might. I'm be sure it will more, be a little more raw. Sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that's a long but, time. I mean, yeah, right. Like I think it's. I think yeah, right. I think it's like I was gonna say it's probably a, a good five years. So. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, this this is wild, man. This is also a uh, fun cool. fact is that. Um, Jeff Magnum considers this to be the happiest song he's written, which I don't really see how the song is happy, but um, he a also says for pre was pretty happy. I don't yeah, know why. I well, I don't think any of their songs are uh, happy, especially in the lyrical department. But um, nah, he's always Jeff Magnum's always like, oh, 
Oh Very man, uh, I could have saved her, man. I could have saved yeah. her. That Basically, he him. says, uh, "In my depression, I wrote this song. I was happy for five minutes, and then I went back to the, sh- and then it went back to the shitter." <laughs> that's awesome. What but, an yeah. enigma. He is an enigma. I think that's. I don't know. It's part part of the, the draw. I think to these these albums is that he's just so confusing and mysterious and just. Uh, but the music is incredible. I mean, there's just the music is amazing. So, yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, do you have a do you have a, a favorite track off this as we kind of wrap it up here? Uh, I like a baby for pre. Yeah, probably because of the the mind fuck that I was like, what the fuck is this? Because it's not baby for pre. Because I like baby for pre off of uh, on a island. Version. And then I liked that better because I kind of understood the lyrics better in this version. That's uh, why I like the acoustic for Neutral Neck Hotel song. So some I'm like songs, listening and I'm like, oh, that's kind of sad, like, or that's kind of good, or, um, like it kind of was like, almost like what it kind of made, I guess, the character of Pre more human, like her, like, cause yeah, there's a couple lyrics about like her like having kids or like wanting to have kids and then be like, right. I think well, um, like, I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, um. God, I don't know where I I was doing a, a little bit of research on these songs. Um, mm. I think "Baby for Pre" is written about someone about a real person. It's a based on a true story of someone like going through pregnancy and I guess just some ups and downs with childbirth and being a mother and stuff like that. But yeah, it's also uh, one I of think, my favorites. Yeah, it, it's it's comparable to the uh, on Avery Island version because like I feel like because of the combining of like the three different sections i guess you could call yeah. them yeah 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 so one more fluid like uh guitar like acoustic version mm-hmm. um it 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 feels more like a story and i like that it humanized it like you can actually hear the character it's not just yeah. random magnum nonsense it's like you can hear the story you can hear where it's going you can hear and where it's and that's why i love the acoustic recordings i think what going back to what you said earlier when you said you can really like hear and understand the lyrics and feel the character i think by going the route of the acoustics and not going with the over the top loud horns and just everything going on and in the airplane over the sea as great as it is, I think the acoustics give you a better ability to focus to like dial in a little more, and I've really appreciated that in my listenings of the CP. Yeah, um, it's it's great. Yeah, and I I totally agree on a baby for pre, and uh, I will bury you in time is is kind of mm-hmm. my other favorite. Um, and home sounds. Yeah, and home, and awesome. I mean, I, I like I like every song on this on this EP for sure. It's pretty hard to pick a favorite, but it's a if you like uh, if you like. I mean, this is all that I've listened to from them. But if you like Avery Island mm-hmm. and in an airplane over the sea, right? This is different because it's not some weird like cluster. It's not crazy like over the top. It's not like oh, you got to like pick apart all the lyrics and stuff. It's just like really emotional good stuff. It's more. It, it's more like you can tell it's it's like early work. You know, I think it might mm-hmm. be before he totally lost his mind. Right. Um, He's, I think he's kind of in between like mental illness and like insane asylum right now. He's kind of in the Goldilocks yeah, yeah. zone. So yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. in an airplane over the sea is like pure like psychosis. Like, yeah, he's like way fantasizing about a dead girl who died. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't want to talk bad about anyone, but like, I don't. No, it's not talking bad, bad in real life. Oh, 
He probably is. Yeah. Well, he he's off the is. grid now, somewhere in Colorado, I believe. So. Oh, like we'll uh, like know. Kanye? He's off the grid, grid, grid. <laughs> Got that on my ribs, Onyx. <laughs> You actually like that? That's the only Playboy Cardi like yeah. Playboy Cardi I listen to. I met song. a I met a kid today who is a a big music fan, oh. a big and he likes Playboy Cardi. He went to like he went to the whole lot of red tour. I'm like that's so sick. Mm. Like, God, I envy that. Dude, you get no love from woman. Not you, that kid. No, me too. It's okay. Yeah, but it's fine. Man. I'd 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 rather talk about Neutral Milk Hotel with my boy than this, get lost this is, in a Hey, th- there's a time and place for that. Neutral Milk Hotel is forever. Yeah, for real, for real. I t- I, I I tweeted and since deleted. Uh, there comes a time and <laughs> there comes a time in every man's life where he must choose between Neutral Milk Hotel and getting a girlfriend. And like ten minutes later, I quoted it, and I was like listening to some some song by them, and I quoted it, and I'm like, I've made my choice, dude. Hey, what do you, what do you expect, man? Yeah, I can't help no, it. No, it's um, good music, or a, it is of a woman, you know. It is good music, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That about I think sums it up for this little EP. I think it's just yeah, let's captivating and emotional, but also just it's great. It's just good listening. It's it's cemented me as a fan of Neutral Milk Hotel without that's any awesome, man. hesitation. That's awesome. Without, that's awesome. I can say that I'm a fan after I listen to this. I can because I've only heard the I've only heard the three projects as well that you listed earlier. But um, in my returning to the CP and my note taking and my just interest in in this band and their kind of history, I I've downloaded a, another album. I'm going to be listening to it and. Uh, I think I could definitely become a, a super fan of this of this band. And all since this is all my local We're gonna be files, those guys. So. We're gonna be all those guys. Yeah, We're I mean, this is guys. not gonna become the neutral milk hotel podcast, but uh, I mean we might yeah. talk about them again in the future. Yeah, definitely not. This is the Baby Tron and Claro podcast. Dude, we haven't really talked about Claro much at all, but I've been listening to Claro like so much, dude. I heard Sling. I heard like Sling play the other day, and I was like, "Man, this album's already like what two, three years old." That feels yeah. Weird. She needs to make some music. Get on Claro, her. If shit, you're listening, first please. off, if you're listening, I love you. Second off, if you're listening, make some music. If you, if Claro's listening, I'd yeah. be like, "Hey, my if you're single, my my guy Rosario." Is yeah, interested. I don't think she's single, and I think she's a a, think a little she's... a little out of my my age range, unfortunately, but. What dude? You're I make like, an exception. Hey, I think she's like older than you think. Well, she's probably 26, 27. I think she's younger than that. She's twenty four. Oh, dude, that's that'll five work. years. You're fine. You're yeah, that'll fine. work. Never mind. That'll work. When you hit, when you turn twenty, that's nothing, dude. That that gap yeah. will look a lot smaller. Yeah. Hey, Claro, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, dude, no. I, you know you know the song "Bubblegum" by Claro. No, it's almost only like her oh. most popular song. Okay, yes, yeah, just making know. sure I you know, know it. I do um, know. I mean, it's old. I don't know, but uh, I got it listened to it like seven times today. It's so good. Well, okay, I made a, I made a mistake. I I watched. I, <laughs> to, oh, okay. Yeah. Really careful. But I watched her Nardwar interview yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, yeah. all day today and yesterday, I was just been listening to her music. And uh, first off, her Nardwar interview is awesome. Second off, yeah. I've been listening to her music a ton. I listened to Bubblegum, like, seven times today. But um, she also, uh, you know, Nardwar gives, like, gives like gifts in the interviews. Mm-hmm. 
he gave her a gift of this record um, by this guy called Jay Arner. Do you know him? Mm. Mm. He's this uh, like indie pop singer. He's like super electronic, like kind of like alt pop singer. He's from Vancouver. Um, he uh, Nardwar gave Clara this record of his, and I'm like, okay, well, if Clara likes it, it must be good. So I I, I listened to it, and uh, it was like super cool. Um, it's called J Two by Jay Arner. It was a super solid album. There's a track on there called Earth to J that I've also listened to like seven times today. It's insane. Um, it's just really cool. Like, different. Yeah. It's like not something I would normally listen to. I think, I feel like you would like it also. Who is that um, by? Jay Arner. Um, I, yeah, it's like, it's like, like I said, it's like super electronic indie pop, like very weird. I don't know. I didn't think I was going to like it, but, uh, mm. It ended up growing on me a lot. I don't know. That's awesome. See, I listened, I listened to Immunity yesterday, too. I already said that. Wait, yeah, everyone yeah. knows how much I love Clara, yeah. Clara. Love me some Clara, too. Yeah. I listened to the um, the Electrophonic Chronic as well by the Arcs. Ooh, how did you like that? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I wasn't like... was great. Yeah, I wasn't like... Yeah, I, I, actually, I did think it started off a little slow. Do you agree with that? Oh, 100%. Yeah, okay. I was surprised I was because... That. When I listen to it, it uh, I'm a. It, I guess if if everybody doesn't know what we're talking about, it's Electrophonic Chronic by the Arcs, and we mm-hmm. reviewed one of their albums on this show. Actually, uh, a Yours Dreamer, which is one of my favorite uh, albums of all yeah. time. And uh, I guess, I guess when when their new album came out, I was worried because the Black Keys album that came out this past year sucked, in my opinion. It was boring, basic, whatever. Right, and, and the arcs uh, is Dan Auerbacher of the Black Keys. This is like side project. Yeah, it's it's the lead singer and guitarist of the Black Keys. His his like side project with a whole bunch of like production uh um guys like uh what is it, studio artists guys that like kind of aren't really well known but they make great music on the side. So the arcs came out their new album and I heard all the singles and the singles were okay, super produced, overproduced. Uh, but like their songs that were on the B side really showed up. And I think we're kind of different in kind of classic arcs. You have a couple songs where they kind of tune down uh, Dan Dan Auerbach's voice, even make him sound deeper. And I liked that. Yeah. Uh, that one song, Behind the Mind or something like that. Behind the Eyes. Behind the Eyes. Yeah. Um, and then like all that. And then he, and then it's like the, something about men, that one song, it's like, uh, <laughs> What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna look it up. I I will say one thing about I I when I listened to yours dreamily, I was a man will will do no wrong. Will oh, do yeah. wrong. A man will do wrong. Um, for the for yours dreamily, their first album. Uh, since I was listening to it for the show, I was like really focused. I like listened to it multiple times, took notes, paid a lot of attention. I was listening to this one while I was playing PGA 2K on PlayStation. Mm. So Why I didn't really like. Best? <laughs> I didn't yeah, I didn't really I didn't really like take it in as much. But like every once in a while I would hear something I really like and be like, oh this song's good and like look and see what song it was. So I think I still kind of owe this one a fair chance, but I, I'll just say like I liked it in general. I don't know if I liked it as much as their first one, but also I haven't really given mm. it the fairest of chances yet. So I, I uh I'll probably be returning to this one just to see what's up with it. For sure. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, dude, I guess uh, what I've been listening to recently, I guess that's a good transition. Yeah. Is uh, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of cream, dude. Cream, you know, the band cream, cream? 
Sounds Cream. familiar. Sunshine of your love. It's like bum 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 bum. Oh So I lo- I used to love Cream like early high school, uh, middle school, and I got into their album Wheels of Fire, and okay. that stuff is so bluesy and nasty. And then I've made a whole playlist Damn, of black, early black. Uh, yeah, Wheels of Fire. I would recommend the song "Born Under a Bad Sign," which is a cover of Freddie King, maybe some some blues guy. Okay. And politician, I love politician. That song and uh, what is it? In the white room, white room. I think yeah. it's called the first song on the album is in Joker. You remember the Joaquin Phoenix movie? Yeah, Joker? yeah, I love that movie. It's in that. It's in the you know the. Okay, room. I'm sure I recognize that. I've the, seen that. When he's in the cop car at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, that yeah. The song is a cream that's, that's song. Okay, Wheels of Fire. So okay. I got it, but the song that kind of stood out to me in the list in this through this time through was politician and i listened to uh, uh another day is a dollar gone is uh patrick sweeney's patrick album sweeney. that we reviewed on on this podcast is wednesday night has been on my listen so listen like i guess my my cue so much like i i don't know if you like that song off that the yeah list, that's the like album, uh but... That's uh, uh, one of the ones that I feel like we didn't really talk about the first time around either. No, it, but it's 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 just it kind of stuck out yeah. to me a lot. And I really Rolling like uh, a million to me, which I think is like a pretty million pretty, to I, me. I think that's like a pretty popular song off it. But that's the one I listen to the most for sure. Yeah, I mean it's a good song. It's it's yeah, a chill, it is, quiet yeah. song. It's great though. Yeah, I also listened to another thing you told me to listen to uh, the Peach Pit album. I, I already texted you about how much I like it. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> Yeah, Peach Pit. Also, shout out Vancouver. I listened to some Vancouver artists. This BC, weekend, baby. BC. Yeah, shout out BC. Um, shout out Nardwar. He's from Vancouver. Um, did you hear? Did you see that video of him talking to that fucking prime minister of Canada? And he's like, "Do you feel?" He's like, "Do you feel like they the protesters should have been maced?" And the guy's like, "Oh, we didn't we didn't use mace when I protested. Whatever. Like they didn't have pepper spray. Blah blah blah." And then Nardwar's like sitting there. Yeah, he's a young guy, probably 1991, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, how do you feel about them using mace on the protesters or something along the lines of that?" Yeah. And the, the 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 um the prime minister is French, and he's like, "How? What did he say? What did he say? What did he say?" And then they're, they're like, "Pepper spray, pepper spray." He's like, "Oh, I I we didn't have to worry about pepper spray when I was a protester." <laughs> blah blah blah. And then it ignored the conversation. The question. we sitting yeah. there like. I I've uh, I haven't seen many Nardwar videos actually. I've I've seen the True. JID one and I think I've seen the J Cole one. And the uh one. yeah, yeah, then yeah, he just he did a new one not yeah. too long ago with him. But um yeah, I love the Claro one for mm. obvious reasons. But I will throw that on the back burner. Yeah, I mean if you've got a few minutes it's a it's it's a shorter one, I think. Um she t- yeah, actually, it's it's actually really cool. She talks about a lot of like the music that she listened to growing up, which I think is always cool to hear about an artist's inspirations. And like when you go back and listen to those songs, it's like it's not you can it's not like I can hear Claro in the songs that she's listing, but I can just like see someone listening to these and then like concocting you know her sound. I don't know. I, I it's just yeah. cool to hear stuff like that. Yeah, but. Yeah, but anyways, I, I was talking about the, the Peach Pit album is mm-hmm. pretty fantastic. Um, I think it's their best record to date. Oh, that's good. I don't know if you yeah. would agree with that or not. But... I would say it's their best complete album. Yeah. yeah that's it. Um, and I think it has a lot of variety, a lot of fun stuff. 
the first okay. track that album is or that song is oh, awesome i can hear it playing in my in my head even at the cocaine continental it's just so catchy I, that is an, that is an earworm if i've ever heard one i mean that that's been on repeat for me oh i fucking i've uh, I've almost seen them three fucking times live. I know. I'm gonna have a mental breakdown, dude. This is so like, oh. Next time they come around, man. Dude, and I missed out on this tour too. I fucking didn't buy tickets. Well, because yeah. the first time they came to Detroit, I gave away my tickets, and then the second time, when they came to Grand Rapids, I had a situation. I remember. I, I... That sucked. For you man that's dude speaking of concert tickets and claro uh uh claro is play is uh 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 fuck words um boy genius and claro and dijon uh are having a concert uh in columbus but it's a hundred bucks mm. Mm. yeah mm. i i so yeah i, I it's it's like very ta- like i don't know it's very tempting but it's also it's a hundred bucks, and mm-hmm. then you got to drive to Columbus. It's probably gonna be like, and then get a know. hotel. Like, no, I I drive back that night. I'm not paying for a hotel. When is it? Uh, summer, uh, June, end of June. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I I signed up for the like presale, but I don't think I'm gonna buy them. But yeah, it's just it's where you meet your your bisexual love of your life girl. Imagine. Dude, would you? I probably you, if, if you had, if you had, if you okay, this is a a question for okay, me, as friend to friend. If if the we went to the Boy Genius Claro concert, <laughs> and the most the the most perfect female fell into your lap, like was enthralled by you. Yeah, you know, yeah. All, all handsome Italian guy, That's bushy me. eyebrows, nice smile, yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. Comes and she's like, "Oh my god!" and blah blah blah. And she's like, got a nose ring and like bisexual view. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. What would you do? Would you do? Would you do anything if the most perfect person fell? What do you mean? What would I do? Well, okay, no, the, the, hold on. Would you do anything about it? Because I, I feel like so, you know, you you might get a little overwhelmed. Would you like pursue? Yeah, of course, I'd be overwhelmed. Yeah, I'd pursue. <laughs> yes. You already said she was enthralled by me. Yeah, listen, man. You... Okay, I'm just I'm just saying, I, I, dude. What, what what kind of question if is you, that? If you if you had the opportunity, would you take it? A lot of people would, you know, would be like, "Oh, I couldn't do it. It's weird. That's weird." Columbus, Ohio. Weird? I don't know, dude. I mean, it depends. Is she a Twins fan? No, she's she's at a Claro concert. I don't think she's watching baseball. Okay, well, I, I, I'm at a Claro concert. I'm watching baseball. I think you're an outlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a bisexual chick that listens to Claro and Boy Genius is is is, is not watching the. I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just asking because I, you know wait, I've made that mistake Guardian? in the past. Guardians. Yeah, if it's the Cleveland Redacted. Yeah, Cleveland, the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, what are they? Guardians? Well, that would dude? suck if she was from Ohio though, because like that'd be. Why are we talking? Why are we talking about this? The hypotheticals. I don't know. We could kind of yeah. wrap it up. Talk about what we're doing next week. 
Yeah, you want? Yeah, you want to? I, I have no real other music to talk. Oh, I have I have one thing that I wanted to show mm. you specifically. Yeah, um, yeah. Did you know that Freddie Gibbs and Madlib have an EP? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that until yeah. literally today. Um, it's pretty sick. It's only it's only like two complete songs and then some instrumentals, but like yeah. I love listening to Madlib instrumentals. But anyways, yeah, um, we can talk about about uh, next week. Yeah. All right. So, so we're yeah, doing. We're doing a little mix up today, folks. Well, I guess not really mix up, but uh, it's pretty much we're the same doing format. A, Just a little special. Folk, we're doing our uh, our little uh, be bisexual, eat hot chip kind of moment, and we're going and reviewing some folk indie folk bands. And so I'm giving Rosario the album. Con- oh fuck! I forgot it. Shit! Hold on a second. It's by Big Thief. I forgot it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, what's it called? Captivity or some shit like that? Capacity. Capacity. <laughs> the 2017 album Capacity by Big Thief, and I'm getting from Rosario. Uh, wait, Stranger wait. in the Alps by Phoebe Bridgers, and I don't know if you want to introduce our special guest, but uh, oh yeah, we so we're guest. bringing in our Phoebe Bridgers, our Big Thief, our our because we're prepping this to eventually review. The Boy Genius album, uh, which is Phoebe Bridgers led. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we're we're uh, we're trying to get our basis established. We're branching. We're bra- we're trying to. We're getting into some new. We're stuff. bringing in a historian in. Okay. Yeah, my an expert, if you will. My lovely girlfriend's gonna be on our next episode, and she's gonna t- educate us about our two albums that we, because she is very familiar with the two albums we're reviewing. That's awesome. And she's going to talk to us about Boy Genius, educate us, talk to us who about who the group is, because we're we don't know who yeah. the Boy Geniuses. And I I'm probably going to be like made fun of because I don't know Phoebe Bridger shit. And well, it's okay. that's okay. I okay. I do know Phoebe Bridger shit very well. I'm excited to listen to it again and and notate it. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, does this mean that your girlfriend's gonna gonna come on and listen to a West Side Gun and a Rome Streets album, and and we're gonna school her too, or no? Maybe down the line, if she maybe wants to down come the line, back, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. She might she might like sit through an hour of just yelling at us the whole time, yeah. And then uh and then be like, I don't want to come back on. No, no, she's really cool, but you know she's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, for sure, she'll, she is yeah, cool. She'll I'm She'll probably come back on for a, we could do a little MF Doom, a little bit of you know, she wants to learn more oh, rap stuff. That'd be sweet. So we, we gotta we gotta show her some rap. It, you I know, found the coolest lock screen today. MF oh, Doom. Okay. Anyways, that's that's yeah. neither here nor there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh we can wrap it up. Yeah, right, yeah, so we can wrap it up. So go. uh that was uh episode 14. Um dude, it's 14. Thanks for watching uh-huh. till the end. Yeah, episode 15, as you heard, it's gonna be a special one, our first ever special guest coming on the show. So uh be sure to stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. um these episodes come out every friday at noon same place yep. same time spotify Everywhere. youtube apple podcasts pretty much wherever you get your podcasts um you We're can follow there. us at twitter yep. at classic mix up pod if you're watching the youtube video it's on the ticker down there right mm-hmm. now scrolling across yep. the screen um yeah just Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in every week. We love doing this podcast and uh yeah, it's a dream. We're thankful for everyone who watches it and listens to it and uh yeah, we hope to grow the brand a little more and uh, yeah, see where we can sure. go. Yeah, for the brand. Anything, anything you can say before we before we wrap wrap up? I guess uh, you know everybody try to like. I would just say try to find your your own peace. You know, find, find and whatever makes you happy. You know, don't let anybody try to bring you down on 
on uh, your opinions or your uh, your your feelings on stuff. Like if you love an album, if you love it with all your heart, someone someone that you hold dearly says that album sucks. It sucks, horrible, and you it hurts you. Brush it off, man. Whatever makes you happy in the end mm. will be what I makes like you happy and, and at peace. So I, I like guess that. that's my little anecdote for the day. I like that. No guilty pleasures. If you love it, wear yeah. it. Yeah, do it. Because that's all you got. You got yourself in the end, no matter what, you know? So. Yeah, well said, as always. Um, all right. Anyways, with that, uh, that is our installment for Classic the week. Classic Mix-Up episode 14. Everybody, thank you again. Yeah, uh, we'll hope to see, see you, you next, next week. week. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye.